Joseph begins to dream. And immediately, these, these dreams, he said, For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheep arose and stood upright. Behold, your sheaves, talked to his brothers round about, made obedience. In other words, they bowed down to him. A little later on in the chapter, he has another dream. He's 17 years old. Did I mention that? He's 17 years old. A little later on, he has another dream about moon and stars. And his father says, Son, will me and your mama be bound down to you as well? And from that moment on, he uh, become in the crosshairs of his brothers. And so they sold him. They thought him in a pit, uh, took the coat his daddy had bought him, put animal's blood on it, took it back to the father and said, animals have killed him. And uh, he winds up Potiphar's house, sold as a slave. And then, while he's there, he's, uh, of course, wrongly accused and put in prison because of First wife. And chapter 41, we come to the place, and what I want you to see tonight is this. I want you, don't want you to miss this. Who would have ever dreamed God taking a 17-year-old boy, putting him through all of this, that when he's 30 years old, Thirteen years later, Genesis 41, 38. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is? A man in whom the Spirit of God is. Here's a Pharaoh, a wicked man, and he looks and said, Can we find such a one as this is. Tonight, that's what I want to preach on. Who would have ever dreamed? Thirteen years have passed, and Pharaoh starts dreaming. By the way, let me just let me just throw this out. Please, I want to help you. I don't know how much God uses dreams today. I'm not saying he cannot use dreams. Let me say this. I don't put a lot of stock in dreams because we are the canon of the Word of God. Why do we have to dream something that we can read in black and white? So I don't put a lot of stock in them. I'm not going to boo you out if you have dreams and whatever stock you want to put in them. I don't choose to put a lot of stock in dreams. Even though I know dreams happen, and God may use dreams. Um, I'm like here, I've um, told you one time, I'd come home from, from uh, being out, and my dad said, Son, I, I had a dream that you wrecked last night. Would you come home holy? It scared me enough. I come home holy for a month. And so I'm not going to discount them, and because. Um, or whatever your place you're doing. But here's the key you don't want to understand about Joseph. It wasn't his dream 
That was the big deal. It was being able to interpret dreams that God used. It wasn't the fact that he could dream. But Pharaoh starts dreaming. And Pharaoh sees seven years where the crops are doing wonderful. Ears are full. And then he sees seven years where they're just where all of that's consumed up. Then he sees seven cows, if you would kind, if you will. They're fine. And then he sees seven more that eat up the seven fat cows and are not any changed. And he's baffled by this dream. About that time, the butler remembers some two years earlier. And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed and he goes to tell his dream at the first of the chapter. Finally, the butler says and remembers about Joseph. And they send for Joseph and they shave him and clean him up. He comes before Pharaoh. By the way, that's a big deal. Because Egyptians shaved. Israelites didn't. But the Egyptians brothers probably didn't recognize him. And so here he comes. He's 30 years old now. And he interprets the dream for Pharaoh. But I love what he said. He said, and uh, in verse number, uh, was that? Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaoh is one. God, in verse 25, God has showed Pharaoh what he's about to do. So he comes in, he says, Pharaoh, your dream is one dream, and this is what God is about to do. He's about to come seven years of plenty, bumper crops, then seven years of grievous famine. And he said the seven years will just eat up all the seven full years. And then Joseph says this. He said, Now therefore, Pharaoh, look out a man discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. And let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers of the land and take up a fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years and let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. And that food shall be for store to the land gets the seven years of famine which shall be in the land of Egypt and the land perish not through the famine. He said, hunt you out a man, pick you out someone to put over this that can gather in all the corn and you'll not perish. Here's the question in the text. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find such a one as this is 
a man in whom the Spirit of God is. Can we find somebody like this? I wonder tonight, can we find such a man? Let me give you three things. I'm going to be pretty brief because I know you, many of you have been here all day long. we got something to do right after this service. All right. First of all, can we find such a one that can ignore the mistreatment of others? Can we find such a one that can ignore the mistreatment of others? He's mistreated, first of all, from his dysfunctional brothers. Verse 23 and 37, It came to pass when Joseph was coming to his brethren, they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. They were angry. They meant, here comes this dreamer. One said, let's kill him. They said, no, no, that's not. They threw him in a pit, stripped that coat of him. That uh, position he had, may I say sometimes, sometimes our greatest mistreatment comes from the closest ones around us. Sometimes it's from family, is it not? If you could be such a one as this is, you might have to learn to ignore the mistreatment of others. Not only that, but notice that the deceitful bad woman, and she called unto the men of her house in verse 14, in chapter 39, and spake unto them, saying, See, he had brought a Hebrew in to mock us. He came into me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. She's a lion like a dog. She's not telling the truth. She's trying to seduce him, and he runs. By the way, that's good. That's good. Preacher right there. And he left his coat. And she got the coat. She's a rape, rape. And she lies. And may I say, he had to ignore the mistreatment of others. Notice from a disappointing boss. And it came to pass when his master heard the words of his wife, she spake to him, saying, After this manner did the servant to me. And his wrath was kindled in an amazing. After all the years of faithful service and loyalty, he never got the benefit of a doubt from Potiphar. By the way, Potiphar never was a safe man. I've read this story and I have wondered what about Potiphar and Miss Potiphar when Joseph is second in command? Under the Pharaoh. I wonder what they thought. I wonder. So he takes him. And he throws him in prison. The only grace he extended to him. And I believe that's because of God. He didn't kill him. He could have killed him. But he never. But he throws him in prison. So we see. After all of this. If we find such a one. As this. Can we ignore the mistreatment of others? Number two, can we find such a one that can intervene in the men around him? Notice the fallen counsel, the final countenance of the butler and the baker. In chapter 40, 
Joseph goes in to them in the morning and looked upon them, and behold, they were sad. And he he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in, in the ward of his Lord's house, saying, Wherefore look ye so sadly today? Hey, dude, you're in prison. You're supposed to look sad. But he was so mindful of others around him. When their countenance was sad, he said, boys, what's wrong with you? And they began to tell their dreams to him. Again, the real story here is not that Joseph dreamed and he did. And God required him to live that dream. But the real story, he could interpret dreams. So the butler tells him the story. And the baker tells him the story. And so Joseph said, Hey boys, cheer up. I tell you what that dream means. He said to the butler, He said, You've been thrown in prison, but in two or three days, you're going to be lifted back up, and you get your position back, and you're going to be vindicated. And that butler's smiling now. He said, well, praise God. That's wonderful. So the baker said, what about mine? He said, buddy, you probably got reason to be sad. Because here's what it was. Somebody's trying to poison the Pharaoh. And he couldn't figure out which one it was. So he put both of them in prison. The baker and the butler. The butler tasted Drunk everything, and one of them's trying to poison him. And he figured out it was the baker. And Joseph said, Sir, in three days, they're going to take your head off, and you're going to be stuck on the pole. I mean, an example. And in three days, those things happened. And so, may I remind you, he intervened in a fallen couch, uh, countenance of a butler and a baker. Notice the fearful confusion of Pharaoh. It came to pass in the morning, verse chapter 41, eight, that his spirit was troubled, and he sent off all the magicians of Egypt, the wise men thereof, and Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was none that could interpret unto Pharaoh. Nobody could give him the answer. He's confused. Praise God, God had such a one that could step up and unconfuse Pharaoh. But then something else, don't miss this. The future calamity of Egypt. Here was a young man that God let him see what was going to take place for the next 14 years. Wow. Wow. And he could do something about it. And he could, he could interpret the dream. And man, he intervened in the men around him. Let me ask you a question. Look this way now. Who is better because you live? Whose life do you touch? What a what a sad life to live for yourself. 
had to live for your four and no more. What a sad indictment to not live and touch somebody else's life. We ought to make a difference while we pass through this way. Don't you think so? We ought to touch somebody else. See, one of the things that Zeke and Brittany done today, Josh and Amanda, you did not just have a youth meeting. You invested a day to touch their life. You don't get that without the investment. You can't get that doing sending it home. You touched their lives today. Who are you intervening? Who are you like? Who are you touching? Everybody can touch somebody in life. And he intervened on the, on the, uh, to the men around him. I, I love this. He interpreted the move of God about them. And it's amazing. God let Joseph see what he's about to do. And Joseph said in the, the dream of Pharaoh's one, God has showed Pharaoh what he's about to do. May I remind you, Joseph, God didn't show Pharaoh. God showed you and you're telling Pharaoh. Who are you? Isn't it amazing? And verse 28, this is the thing which I've spoken to Pharaoh. What God is about to do to show unto Pharaoh. See, he interpreted the move of God. God's doing big things. By the way, God's doing big things in Solid Rock Baptist Church. And he's about to do even bigger. Not another soul on the planet could interpret what God wanted to do. And these were matters of life and death. This was a movement of God that would affect every person on planet earth. Genesis 41.56 And a famine was over all the face of the earth. And Joseph sold all, up in all the storehouses, sold in the Egyptians, and the famine was sore in the land of Egypt. When Joseph is standing before Pharaoh, it would be seven years before they would ever know this. And he asked a question. Can we find such a man as this? Is in whom the Spirit of God is on. Pharaoh's a wicked lost man, and yet he recognizes the Spirit of God on this young man. And God used him, He used him in a mighty way, and everything God said surely come to pass. I I I just pray God. My, what, a, what a, can we find such a one as this? And this is really the truth I want you to see. The way God did it, I would have never planned it that way. God took the mistreatment of others. God used his brothers to sell him to Potiphar. 
God used Potiphar to train Joseph to be good at handling money and affairs of his house. God used Potiphar's wife to get him put in prison. God used the prison keeper to give him liberty and tell the dream, to interpret the dream. God used all of this to get him to this moment, 17 years down the road, where Pharaoh said, Can we find such a man as this is? The Spirit of God's own. We are fighting the process of Joseph, the Bible says, and the Lord was with him. And instead of fighting the process, he embraced the process. And in doing so, here he is standing for the most powerful man on earth at that time who's saying, can we find such a man as this? Watch, I want you to see tonight more than anything else. We don't all, do you reckon in that pit, Joseph said, wow, praise God, God's in this. Do you reckon so? Do you reckon in Potiphar's house as a slave, he said, wow, hallelujah, God's in this. When he's lied on and accused and thrown in front, do you reckon he looked at Oh, hallelujah! My God's in this! No, but all through that path, the Bible says, and the Lord was with him. And the Lord was with him. And the Lord was with him. And the Lord was with him to get him to this place. And when Pharaoh says this, when Pharaoh says this, he said, how can we find a man in such a, as, as this is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, don't miss this. Pharaoh said, No, Joseph, God's not shown me. He's shown you. There is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, according to all the words of all my people be ruled only in the throne where I'll be greater than thee. Now he can look to heaven and say, well, hallelujah. God's in all of it. What I'm trying to help you to understand is this. When we seemingly are having a hard time, when it's a struggle, when many of you are, are have a circumstance or situation in your life that's so seemingly hard. Keep in mind, God might be taking you to such a time as this, to such a place, because God is in control of those good times. He's in control of the bad times. And if you'll be sensitive to what he's doing. It's amazing what he does to you. One Sunday morning, early in the morning,
early in the morning. I went to to play over the mountain and I was coming home and my front axle on a four tempo went out so it wasn't going nowhere. I got out and I was aggravated. I was kicking the tires. And uh, maybe the side of it a little bit. Just, you know, just aggravated. And I caught on. Yeah, come get me. My car broke down. Had 200 some thousand miles. I don't know why I was complaining. But anyway, she come got me. And, but just right down the road, there was an accident. And I thought, oh my. I'm not here acting like an idiot. And God might be just sitting in heaven. So if you just look up, I just took care of you. I want you to understand the process that God does in our lives. Don't miss God. It might look like you don't see. I don't think he saw God in the pit. I don't think he saw God in the prison. He interpreted the dream when it comes true. He's not mad about it because he asked the voice, why are you sad? He's not upset. He's not in the tizzy. He was forgotten for two years by the butler. But he ain't upset because such can we find such a one as this is in whom the Spirit of God is on. That's what I pray. Well, may that Spirit of God be around our church. And so, last of all, may we invest in moments with God. Who would have thought how God moved his life from one point to another? Thrown in a pit, sold, traveled to Potiphar's house as a slave, took a stand against Potiphar's while thrown in prison, and then taken to the Pharaoh. Who asked the question? Can we find such a one as this is? A man in whom the Spirit of God is. Let's all stand to our feet. If I could leave you with anything tonight, maybe you're frustrated, maybe you're just you're aggravated, you're frustrated about the process. You maybe you're you're in a place and you're a little bit aggravated, not understanding, can't find God there. May I remind you, God just might be making, might be taking you to such a, a place as this is.